This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, sponsored by Soundring. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Jabberjaw Media is a podcast network helping independent and like-minded shows grow to their potential. For more shows like this one, go to JabberjawMedia.com. The Jabberjaw Network is sponsored by Soundrink, an experience company. Please visit Soundrink for more information. Not everything metal was created equal. What an ugly thing to say. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Chickity Chuck and Godless attempt to bring order to chaos or just make stupid jokes about dumb people. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Greetings and salutations, my yes. metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. How the hell are you doing? I'm Chuck. I'm Godless. And this is your weekly examination of all things metal, the Metal Sucks oh. Podcast. All right, dude. Rock. You, did they finally drop? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on, dude? You've got. I'm good. I'm good. I'm on Earth. Rock up. <laughs> You've got my voice tonight. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> Metal Sucks Podcast brought to you this week by uh, Creative Live, man. Uh, if you want to learn how to record music, uh, check out our friends over at Creative Live who've got classes on all kinds of stuff, engineering, mixing, mastering, all taught by the people that you love. Uh, Converge, Periphery, Dillinger, Escape Lab, Between the Bear and Me, Kurt Ballou's got his, uh, got his episode that's coming out this week. CreativeLive.com slash audio if you want to learn more and watch some free previews. I suggest you do so. It is pretty badass. The Kurt Ballou thing. Uh, Kurt Ballou's a producer, right? And he's going to teach you how to fix stuff after it's been recorded. Yeah. So if- Every single musician and everybody who's got any interest in doing any work ever in a recording studio needs to tune into this. Right? It's like all day and it's free and you just need to go sign up because I think at a certain point they got to cap how many people are going to watch this thing. So yeah. go to Creative Live, check it out, you know, and tell them tell, tell them we sent you. In this episode, we have got a lot of cool stuff, man. We've got uh, we've got we got uh, somebody you might have heard of before. Kirk Hammett is going to be on this show. Oh. I don't know. We now have the completed the the big four on our our podcast. Oh, you're now right. We hit all four. Yeah. Oh my god. It's we a actually big have. Thing. That's a that's yeah. kick ass. I don't. I, all right. I didn't even think about it that way. Good. <laughs> Thank you for actually putting that. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's awesome, man. But uh, we're going to talk to Kirk later in the show. We're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about a pedal that he has coming out. But then we also get to pick his brain about happiness and what makes we, Kirk Hammett tick. We were asked earlier this week, can you like pick out a headline that we can use for this? And you know, first my first reaction is it's Kirk Hammett. Kirk Hammett is the headline, <laughs> right, you know? I know. But 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 then after that, it was like, oh my goodness, there was a whole buttload of stuff that we talked about, and mm-hmm. it really is. I felt like spoiled for choice, you know. Yeah. So that, that's it's it's a, it, I was very happy with with how this interview turned out. I'm, and, I'm super proud. And in this episode, we also needed to we got to talk about this whole thing with the cop and the guy that got let go from uh from the uh, what was it the Sta- Sanford Sanford San- yes yeah, Sanford yeah, Sanford, Sanford, Sanford Florida for singing along with uh, Vital Remains at one of their shows. That 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 that. Sort of. I'm not even going to tell you what I think about it just yet because uh, we we need to get into a whole discussion about that. So that's coming up uh, toward the end of the show. We're going to hear something new from uh, Devin Townsend, uh, some live Devin Townsend from Royal Albert Hall, which is so cool, uh, such a cool thing. Plus, uh, it, it'll tie into the Metallica song that we play as well. So 
And speaking of which, mm-hmm. oh, wait, mm-hmm. we, 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 got, we forgot the show maintenance stuff. Uh, follow us on iTunes and subscribe <laughs> and all that stuff. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm screwing this all up. Make sure that Every you are. Time, I'm like, dude, you got your notes in front of you. You're like, I don't need the notes. I don't, I don't need have, to write anything down. I'm good. I don't have notes. What do you mean notes? <laughs> I, I know this stuff by heart. Subscribe you're, to us on a iTunes. Broadcast professional. <laughs> That's why I don't write things down. Uh, search Metal Sucks Podcast on iTunes. You'll find us. Subscribe there. Uh, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, you will find this damn show. And, uh, you can make sure that it comes right to your device if you are subscribed. That's a great way to do it. You can also find it at metalsucks.net every single Monday, so make sure that you go there. And at the bottom of the post, we get a speak pipe, so if you want to like, uh, you know, tell us what you think about the show or give us a topic starter or anything like that, you can do all that right there uh, on the page at metalsucks.net. And if you click on the podcast tab, you can look at all of the podcasts we've done, and we're on like you know 120-something now, so there's quite a few interviews that if you are just now getting into it, that you might want to go check out, because I was listening to some old episodes the other day, and I was like, oh, wow. That was pretty cool. I thought it was really cool. We did that one thing with that one dude. That was kind of mm-hmm. cool. So there's a lot of cool stuff. And also, you can follow along with us on uh, the social media and stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Bearded Ape. I am at Godless Speaks, GodlessSpeaks.com, Godless Speaks on Facebook, Godless Speaks on Spotify. <laughs> We're now Chuck and Godless on Instagram. That is We're true. ChuckandGodless.com. I oh, know. God damn it. So if you want to put them all in one place somewhere. I know, right? Well, this is, that's why I'm trying to get the Chuck and Godless thing uh, together. So it's like uh, Patreon.com also is uh, Patreon.com slash Chuck and Godless or ChuckandGodless.com. So if you want to chip in. We appreciate your support. We totally yeah. do. So. <laughs> And we and we we got to re reconfigure our leveling thing on that. We well, we got to do that this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we got some new goals. Hey, I get I got Thanksgiving, man. Whatever. You're in Dublin. I know that they don't have that crap over there, but but over here, I barely celebrated it while I was there. I, I got I, I'm like you know holing up with some turkey and and just like I'm yeah gonna do nothing next well, week. Well, see, that's so. the difference. Your family likes hanging out with you. We do. <laughs> I mean, we, we all like hanging yeah. out with each other. They, they like me. See, I don't, I don't suffer from that affliction. <laughs> <laughs> it, so that's how, you, that's how you do it. That's oh, how you do it. It's going to piss everybody off. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> nah, they still like Let's me. not bring him to the, <laughs> to the freaking family get together. What do you say? Right, right. <laughs> So when we were talking about the Kirk Hammond thing and we were talking about topics and things that we were going to talk about, uh, something popped into my mind as far as like what we were thinking about. And I was having an argument in my head about what song from Metallica we were going to play. And it would just sort of dovetail into the Friday Five, which I had no idea Anzo was going to post was like the best five Metallica songs or the tie, like the top five favorite Metallica songs or whatever. And, and I, I had no idea that was going to be the Friday Five this week. And See, it's a topic. I love the way that, like earlier, you know, you're you on every single issue. You know, you t- you you can see both sides. Yes, and so therefore, like when you when you start thinking about like what song to play, you have an argument inside your head. I've never argued with myself about anything. I argue with myself. <laughs> me and me all me the and time. I totally. I have I have complete and utter agreement in my skull. Oh no, <laughs> all time. No, it it is like it is uh it, it's the UN in my head, dude. Everybody is. Is like trying to get their own little piece. I mean, nobody can make a decision. I mean, it's a, a lot of a lot of you know, yeah, laissez-faire in a lot of cases. You know, I mean, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's it's very strange what goes on the argument in my head, dude. So yeah, I, I well, Anzo's post was so. I mean, it was just a pure troll. Oh, totally. I mean, it's a pure troll. <laughs> well, you Let's know what? Be honest. How can it not be? That's what I'm saying. Is like like everything that has to do with like the. 
with my favorite this, especially somebody like Metallica, is going to be divisive no matter what. It doesn't matter because everybody's got a different point of view on it. This is this is my top five, <laughs> my top five ways to know whether a top five Metallica song list is a troll or not. And all right, so number five. If the list does not include a song from Master of Puppets, you know it's a troll, right? Mm-hmm. That's an obvious. Okay. It's a given. If it, it, number four, it does include a song from Saint Anger. That, it's a pure <laughs> troll, right? All right. Number three, it does include a song that has a music video because mm-hmm. you can't do that. I mean, the closest there is one. One that would might be allowed in a top ten, but not in a top five. And then number two. Uh, it does include a song written by Bob Seger. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you know it's a troll, right? <laughs> but I mean, if, if, at least you could have taken the whiskey one, in the jar of the Thin Lizzy, you know. Uh, number one, though, if, if if you have any song on that list that comes within a, a country mile of the Black Album, like, there's no way that that list is anything but a troll. Oh, well, I mean, but see, that's what I'm saying is like everybody can argue that from their own position, right? It just depends on when they were born, which Metallica I and me album totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, you know, because it's funny, you, you get the young young kids who discover Metallica with the Black Album, right? And that's going to be that's going to be their jam no matter what. You know, it's like that's what says this is Metallica to them. You know, for me, that album is Ride the Lightning. So it's like, uh, well, but still, I, I still don't see like my top five probably includes only one thing off of Ride the Lightning. Right. If I was going to pick any top five from Metallica. So, I mean, I think that everybody can kind of get, it's almost a mood thing, you know, in a lot of ways. But I think you're right about the like the same anger thing <laughs> and the covers for that matter. I mean, the covers are not, you're not, I, I would totally, if it was Thin Lizzy, I would say, uh, I kind of give you a pass. But the Seeger one, it's like, oh, yeah, that's trolling. It's trolling a little I bit. Know, I, I, I think you're overthinking it. I think if it's a song that was recorded after Injustice for All, then yeah, just, it's, well, not, it's not a list I'm well, interested in. Well, like I said, it's not valid. I'm, Your I'm argument having, is invalid. I'm having the fight in my head as we speak, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I can't, like, it's, totally. it's going on right now. Uh, it's uh, raging. It's like, no, man, Dyer's Eve is better than Black and no, 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 freaking Jump in the Fire is better than, uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm, um, see, it's raging right now. So I can't I still can't decide like what the best ones are. I I don't I do know what song we're going to play on this episode because I it's probably one of the most recent songs that they have. It's got Rob Trujillo on it and it, it's a classic song that was redone for the movie uh the 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 Through the Never and it is probably one of the best live performances of a song that I've heard because it was it was it's not like live in a show context but it's live uh, it's it's just recorded live, and it's just so good. It's so good, and Trio does such a great job, and um, because it's a Cliff Burton tune, and he does such an amazing job with it. And it, I definitely wanted to play that one because it's also you know not only is it reason, it's just a great jam. Let's get into Let's get it. it. Let's get it going. Let's get yeah. into it. Kirk Hammond on the Metal Sucks podcast. <laughs> Hey Kirk, how's it going? Hi. It's uh, it's uh, Chuck and Godless from uh, the Metal Sucks podcast, man. How you doing? All right, man. How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing well. Doing well, man. Do you have like a busy? Are you busy? Have you ever had a busy day? Do you got to force a busy day to happen? <laughs> Do I have to force a busy day to happen? <laughs> 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 That's uh, probably the most unusual question I've been asked today. 
Um, <laughs> man, you, you know, it's, I'm just like everyone else. You, just, you look at, on your calendar and all of a sudden, you know, all the days that, 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 that don't have dots start disappearing uh, the closer you get to that, that certain day, you know, that certain date or, or whatever. So, I mean, you know, my, my life is just gets just more and more busier and, you know, I just try to just roll with it as much as I can and tell myself that as much as I try to do everything, you know, it's okay if like one or two things don't get done. <laughs> Well, but I, I've seen, I've been, I've, you know, been following along with the with the whole Ghoul Screamer and the KHDK stuff and all that. And I've been looking at promo pictures and stuff of of you and from Fear Festival and all, and, and all of it. And you look like you are the happiest you have been in the thirty years I've been following you guys. Well, you know, it's weird because uh, um, I would say over the last you know ten years or so, Metallica has become kind of like a, a bit more multimedia. Uh, I, I guess it started with uh, around the time of some kind of monster. We started just doing other things other than just music, you know, branching off to new, uh, movies and recording projects and side projects and just, you know, doing all sorts of weird stuff. And I think over time, we, uh, I, or at least I realized that as long as I have a good infrastructure set up, uh, uh, I can, you know, I can... I can do, I can still, I still have, I have the ability to do stuff and still, you know, do Metallica stuff. And I think all of us just kind of realized that. But, and, you know, if you, if you look back at what we've been doing in the last 10 years, I mean, we've, all of us have done other things uh, other than music. So, and I think it would just reached a point in our lives where we're just kind of like looking at other ways to, to express ourselves and other ways to be, creative and, and and that's what you're seeing now i mean you know what totally blows me away is that rob made a movie rob Trujillo made a movie you know how difficult and how ambitious yeah. it is ambitious it is to make a movie and that's not just a movie it's a documentary on you know, Jacko. Jacko Pastorius. yeah and you know and you think i'm busy that guy is even more busy than i am you know because because in the wake of making a movie there's all sorts of obligations on all sorts of different levels, and because it's a music documentary, it's just not the the, the movie thing that comes uh, uh, calling. You know, it's also the the music side of it too. And like all these people who ever played with Jaco Pastorius, all of a sudden want want to play with Rob. And you know, Rob says yes, and then he gives me a call and says, "Kirk, what are you doing? We need a guitar player." And all of a sudden, you know, I find myself saying yes. <laughs> but I mean, really though, it's just. I think we're just at a point in our lives where we're just, we're just uh, you know, swimming around with more stuff and, and finding other ways to express ourselves. And, and really, that's it. We're still all, all very dedicated to, to Metallica and, and the musical side of things. Absolutely. If my wife liked me, like, she would ask every time I leave the house, like... Why are you leaving me to go somewhere? And it's like, well, I can say to her, say to her I got to go make some money, right? But like, what do you say to your wife who actually does like you? And you say, I'm going out to do something. She, she's like, you don't need to do that. You know, she all, all she really says is she says, you know, when is the time for us? And and you know, I agree with her. I say, you know. The time is 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 uh, is slim, and we need to make make time for us. And as long as I make time for for you know her and I to have a, a nice you know 
intimate uh, few hours, then it's okay if I I, I I tell her, you know, babe, I I just got to do this. You know, it's gonna it's gonna take five or six hours, or you know, I have to go to to LA for three days to do this. You know, as long as I balance it out, it's okay. But you know what, bro? You're not the only one in that sort of predicament, <laughs> all right? <laughs> okay, so just just know that. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's all about like that that work life balance, right? You gotta you gotta kind of try to keep everything in perspective, in no matter what. You gotta keep yeah. yourself happy and keep yourself driving forward, but then also you know keep if you don't keep the wife happy then it's all over well kirk's got to play life balance i mean yeah there's no work involved (laughs) that's why they call it playing guitar they don't say you have to (laughs) work guitar you have to play guitar (laughs) and you know sometimes i even forget that i'm playing guitar because sometimes i feel like i'm working guitar and then i i say to myself oh hey wait 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 you're forgetting play the guitar kirk just play and then when i I remind myself, my playing changes. It's crazy. It just it changes at the drop of a hat, and all of a sudden, you know, I just I have, you know, I, I just, it's just easier for me to play. Does that period of your life where you kind of went renaissance and you were, like, learning everything about everything, going back to school, now being more educated and, and all that, has that fed into this joy that you've been able to find in life now? Oh, absolutely. And you know what the crazy thing is? I... I and I've been telling people this like for like the last uh, eight or eight or nine months. I I seem to have found a way to reconnect with my my guitar that I, I in a way that I have not reconnected with it in, in decades. And it's really really interesting for me because all of a sudden, like you know, I'm finding myself like playing different stuff that I've never played before and approaching things that in a uh, different way that I've never approached things before. And it's really, really strange because I didn't expect this, you know. I I just thought if I just keep on playing my instrument, you know, for John, you know, life goes on. But somehow or another, I've, I've managed to, like, reconnect with my instrument and feel inspired all over again. And it's, it's, it's actually weird to me, you know, because... Like I said, I didn't expect this to happen, but it's happening, and I, I'm I'm very very grateful for it. Well, that's <laughs> you good. just made but, everybody you know. in our audience with a master of puppets tattoo really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to feel good to be able to do that and connect with different parts of your own mind and your own consciousness to go oh and then it's also sort of subconscious right you're just like when you feel it it's like a weight off your shoulders kind of thing yeah i mean because because if you know if it, if it flows then that's 90 percent of the work you know if you have if you have a situation and you need to like work something out and and you know when you start working on it and it just flows right out and you're you're you know you solve the musical equation and in like a couple of hours, that's a that's a wonderful thing, because sometimes it doesn't happen that way, and it doesn't flow, and you're looking at a musical equation, and six months later you're like, aha, this is what I should have done, you know. So I mean, <laughs> you know, it's kind of just a weird, unexpected sort of thing to happen, and I I feel really really grateful. 
Well, it's funny. It. It's, we, it's funny because I, I I was talking to my daughter about this the other day about how uh, she's working on something. She's beating her head against the wall trying to figure this out, trying to figure something out. And I said, "Look, just walk away from it. Go do something else for a couple of minutes, and then then come back and revisit it and think about it in a different way." And it's, she's like, and "As soon as she came back, she figured it out, and could yeah. not believe that that worked." Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you know, it's amazing that you just give yourself a little bit of time, give yourself a little bit of breathing. And then something happens, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're able to like look at it a little bit differently. And you know, sometimes that's all you need to for it to like you know work out and and uh, and come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. When we spoke recently to uh, one of the guys in. Death Heaven. He was talking about how their first album, when they recorded it, they had no success, and it was all about aspiring to success and happiness coming out of that. And then the second album is even more depressing because they've had success and they're still not happy. And he's in this really weird space. And it made me wonder, like, with you, did that? Did happiness come as a result of the success that Metallica had, or was it something completely independent of that? Well, you know, I, I, we always kind of uh, viewed success in, in, in kind of musical terms and sort of like creative terms and, and sort of like, you know, uh, uh, accomplishing our, our, our own goals that, that we wanted to accomplish. And, you know, that never really equated to, like, uh, uh, number signs, numbers or, or, or dollar signs. It mostly equated to, you know, good music and, and, and you know, good emotional uh, uh, performances. And, and so, I mean, for me, I mean, one of the very first successes that we ever had was, was, was um, going into, you know, being able to like go to Europe when the Killamalfers uh, came out. I mean, that, that for us was the, the most amazing thing. You know, we made an album. Oh no, you're kidding. We actually have an opportunity to go to Europe and play. I mean, that was, that was an amazing success, you know. And another amazing success, uh, you know, in my opinion, was making Ride the Lightning. I mean, a lot of times you get an opportunity to, uh, to make an album and it's not really guaranteed that you'll be able to make a second album, but we were able to make a second album, and you know we we, we were successful on a bunch of different levels. I and mean, we we actually made an album that we thought was was pretty fucking great. And you know we actually recorded it in Europe and was able to like you know go on tour and, and throw that album in Europe and in America. So I mean you know the successes. For us, weren't really measure, measured in like in maybe you know in sort of like a business way. Our successes were always measured in a more sort of like creative way, you know, a musical way. And you know, to this day, I mean, yeah, the managers say, "Oh, you know, this is a success because you sold X amount of, of tickets, or you know." Sold X amount of numbers, but really, you know, the real successes that that, that really mean something are the, are the musical successes, you know, the creative successes, and the, the successes that, that that come along with a, a lot of uh, you know a, a lot of hard work and a, just a lot of uh, a real just you know goal oriented striving to hit that that mark. So do you feel like you're always chasing that success as far as that's concerned? Because, I mean, if it is as incidental the as that, success. The, that creative yeah. success, do you always feel like you're, 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 you're chasing after that? Well, I got to tell you, man, as a musician, you're kind of like, you get kind of, 
depending on the type of musician you are, you kind of, it kind of comes with the territory, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, being uh, being a musician, I mean, my my idea of you know being a musician is is, is someone who's constantly trying to like unlock the secrets of of of, of performing music, you know, composing music, whatnot, and. Uh, and for me, I, it just, it's just really, really important that, that success comes in, in a way that it just really, just really means something as, as people, you know, and as artists. You've never struck me as the kind of guy who, like, when he sees his name as number 11 on the greatest metal or rock guitarist of all time list, goes, God damn it, why ain't I in the top 10, you know? Uh, how is it that your mind relates to that sort of drive bro i just try and be the best musician i I possibly can the best guitar player i can the best band member that i i can possibly be you know and all stuff like uh uh, polls and and whatnot all that stuff it it really just it doesn't really make that much difference to me you know it's more a popularity contest than anything to me or it seems like it's a popularity contest and you know ever since i was a kid i I, i've I've always been really good at at losing popularity contests (laughs) (laughs) and so so all of a sudden like you know start winning these popularity contests as as an adult you know i kind of know better you know what i mean please tell me you've gone to a high school reunion i never have and people (laughs) oh no way i never have and you know people have have asked me i've I've never even gone to school prom you have to understand man i am like the classic case of just like a shy nerdy kid who just wanted to play guitar and just you know found that that he could do something really well and then and just i just took it and just yeah, but you go into the, your reunion is like it's like the heavy metal equivalent of heavy metal carry, you know. I mean, it's just like <laughs> revenge, people. It, it, it definitely has the potential to be that. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and all of a sudden, fucking Satan comes down, and, and, and you know, and, and all, all of a sudden these these big guitar amps fucking grow out of the ground, you know, and a guitar pipe, puff, you know, pops it. Pops into uh, pops out of nowhere, and I start playing, and and, and all these these heads start bursting. <laughs> I hope you just man. previewed the Super Bowl Super Bowl performance. That's ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you caught me. You guys know me too well. <laughs> what I read a, a, an interview with you recently where you were talking about how being just like that that sort of. Uh, loner in school and 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 the outsider that you related to monsters and that's part of your like um, familiarity horror. with yeah. horror yeah so being part of a band in a, in many ways sort of gets rid of that as far as a, a structure for your life would you, would you say you know it's all all it's all this psychological stuff you know you know your 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 upbringing you know how your rage blah 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 but you know I have to say the one thing about being in the band. Is that you know, it's 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 pretty um, it's pretty much like uh, you know, family man. It is family. These guys are my brothers. I love them so fucking much. And you know, I do anything for these guys. I mean, they're my brothers, and you know, I love them. But you know, at the same time, sometimes we don't see eye to eye. So you know, 
we, there, there's situations where we're, we're, you know, kind of going at it. You know, we have issues, but at the end of the day, we we have a bond together that that really just uh, is important and vital to just you know to uh, just our lives and and, you know, and and you know who we are and what we are. You could be in a band on a superficial level, and, and or you could be in a band for life. And you know, being a band on a superficial level is like you know being with a, a bunch of guys you know for maybe four or five years. But being a band for life is like you know Metallica or the Rolling Stones, you know, or Iron Maiden or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Was there ever a moment in thirty years where you got close to just walking away? Well, you know, there's. I think that 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 it's only normal to just like think, "Fucking hell, what the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> you know, and you think, "Well, should I have? Should I?" I'd be doing something else with my life or, or, or what, you know, there, there are times where you're kind of like thinking, well, you know, this is great, but is this really the thing I should be doing? But then you, you kind of uh, think about it on a more sober note and you think, wait a second, this is, I'm doing exactly what I've, I've always wanted to, to do ever since I was like 15 years old. And usually that shuts shuts me up, you know, I just shut the fuck up right then and there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I realized, wait a second, this is what I, 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 I really can't do anything else, I can't fix a fucking toilet, you know, I, 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 you know, I can barely run my fucking computer, you know, I mean, there's all, all these other things, you know, all these other things I could be doing, but this is the thing I did not do the best. Absolutely. So what is it about the pedals when this opportunity comes along that you go, yes, this is what, what, what makes it something different from any other opportunity that comes across you on a daily basis? And you know what? That's a real good question that uh, I'm just figuring out myself. Well, it, it just, <laughs> it sounded like it's just a really, really great, great opportunity. It sounded like a really, really great idea. When my friend uh, said, let's start a, a guitar pedal company, it was, uh, that sentence was a sentence that, that no one had ever, ever said to me ever before. And that, that concept is a concept that not a lot of people have ever, ever even thought of. Really? And, well, let me, let me just go, like, I mean, like, I, I mean, like it's, it surprises Everyone. me that nobody would have approached you about something like that before. Exactly, exactly. You know, when, when you become a, a working musician, and you're thinking a, a, a little bit more independently, you know, people always think along the lines of, oh, yeah, let's form a record company, you know, or, yeah. or, or something like that. Or, or, you know, let's form a management company. Let's form a production company, you know, let's form, form a guitar, you know, a guitar company and make guitars. No one, no one ever, ever says, let's form a guitar pedal company. <laughs> and... Like I said, when I heard that that sentence, I thought, "What a great fucking idea!" And boy, do I have a lot of ideas ideas right off the bat. I mean, the opportunity and uh, to do it when the opportunity to do it came up, I just jumped on it. And you know, I I, I formed it with this guy named Dave Karen, and right off the bat, we just started started uh, talking about all these different pedals that that should be around, that aren't around, and we're uh, talking about all these things that we want, we want to hear that, you know, you, that just 
you, that you don't hear because no one's made the pedal for it yet. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, we, we just kind of like ran with it and realized that, that a guitar pedal company is something that is kind of needed right now at this point in time. And so we decided to, to uh, 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 form a pedal company, and the first thing that we did was we made a distortion box because that's pretty much what the first guitar pedal was, was a distortion box. Yeah, you got to have and that in your arsenal it. no matter what, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we made that, and then, and then we set our sights out on, on, on uh, uh, improving on designs, tried and true traditional designs that, you know, are kind of limited, in certain aspects that just kind of need to be uh, modernized and just like, you know, opened up and expanded on. And so you know, that's what the, uh, the Google screamer is. It's, it's our first, uh, first um, thing that we have in our, our sites, so to speak, uh, that, that what we're doing is we're taking a, a, a very, very traditional guitar pedal and we're modernizing it and we're adding more possibilities to it because you know everyone has used this uh, this thing called a tube screamer. It only has three knobs, and so you're pretty limited with what you you can do. What I've done is I've taken the tube screamer and I've opened it up. I've added uh, more switches, more controls, uh, uh, more capabilities, uh, more possibilities, uh, and and so you know because I, I I've done that and. and and I've modernized it, you know, um, you know I, I, I feel like I, I've, I've, I've taken uh, something that, that, that just tried and true. And uh, 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 so because of the tube screamer, now that we've made it better, we're calling it the ghoul screamer. Yeah. I was so worried that you were going to say, I just added a fourth knob, which would have been like the, the pedal equivalent <laughs> of I made an amp that goes to 11. You know what I mean? There's actually stuff going on in that pedal. That's cool. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I've basically ta- taken, you know, the tube screamer and, and took it to 11. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's wow. the pedals need to be something you step on. Why can't you yeah. like bang your knees together or scrap, scratch your leg or something like that? Clapper. You know? <laughs> yeah, clapper. <laughs> but the problem with that is, you know, well, you know, with the clapper though, you know, it's hard to clap because one, your left hand's on the neck, your right hand's holding the pick, so it's a little hard there to clap. Ought, but, ought you know. to be one for like if the singer smacks the guitarist in just the right way, <laughs> it does the trick, you know. <laughs> well, that that's uh, that's too obvious, man. <laughs> 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 okay guys I, I gotta get going here awesome so, Kirk you're the man yeah. thank you so much yeah hey bro or guys one more question oh jeez oh. what to ask what to ask what to ask oh dude there's so Numa- many like alright you're, right? you're in the I'm studio you're in the studio blah 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 okay alright well, let me just say this okay we're in the studio we're fucking Recording music, and when it's done, the record comes out. Okay? <laughs> I knew okay. it. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, sometime in the okay. future, there will be another Metallica record. All right. Kick ass. Thank you, Kirk. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Awesome, man. Thanks. Cheers.
Subscribe to the Metal Sucks Podcast today.
That's a new recording right there from Devin Townsend. Oh, it's so good. Ziltoid Live at the Royal Albert Halls. Where are you going to find that? And it's uh, it's just so good. So damn good. Uh, but it doesn't matter what he does. Uh, I, I He just is, is damn brilliant. So, Dude, if if respect from the metal world were a currency, he'd be the richest man in the world. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And, and also, like, the, the fact that because you read his tweets and stuff. And he just doesn't seem to realize like how much people love him. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, dude, 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 yeah. really? Everybody loves you. And, and yeah, we do too. So. And I think, <laughs> I think that ends up probably being part of the reason why, you know, he, he never stops working. I mean, if, if you wake up in the morning and you feel like you've got something to prove, you get to work. Yeah. You know, if he woke up tomorrow morning and felt like, yeah, I think I've said everything I need to say. Oh, how much would that suck for the rest of us? My, my only concern about Devin is that the dude is has made you know creative output such a, a, a expectation from his fans that you know I'm, I'm I get concerned that he's on a treadmill that he may feel like he could never step off. Of. Oh yeah, I see what and, you're saying. You know, and yeah, I like, hate for that. Like it's happen. a have to, and not a you know. Yeah. It's like he's being creative because he has to. Not, but I think he's got. Exactly. A, it's, it seems like that he's got so much of that inside. You know what I'm just saying? Like it just seems like there's so much creativity that he's that he's got to get it out. So it's it's almost like. Yeah, just, well, just see, stay in the that's basement. The thing Keep I would, doing it, dude. I would, <laughs> I would like to ask him. I mean, you know, does does is creativity a well that eventually goes dry? Or I mean, it sure seems that way with just about every other creative person in the history of the world. You yeah. know, the later paintings by so and so sucked. You know, and the the, the later you know Hall and Oates. I love Hall and Oates, <laughs> but at a certain point, they forgot how to write a good damn song. You know really? what I mean? Hall and Oates. You're using that as a reference. Yeah, when you're talking about the greatest songwriters in the history of the world, man. I mean, here we go. I mean, yeah, there's just no example of somebody who completely and utterly was awesomely creative throughout throughout their entire lives. Hmm. Almost everybody gets to a point where that it's done. Either they get tempted by some weird phase that never seems to end, and then by the time they go back to it, people have moved on or, you know. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like Devin is so far the exception to the rule. But I, I get concerned, you know, mm. I get concerned for all musicians because they're just there's just no net. There's no ability to to, um, you know, have a album that doesn't click or have, uh, you know, there's no uh, financial ability to, to to experience a crash like what the go- the ghost inside just have. We're hoping that the world will be able to support them enough that they can come back and be just as good as they were the day before that happened. Uh, but, you know, it, what are the chances, you know? Yeah. It's expensive to get your, your body back. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely see that, but uh, I don't know, man. It's, it, it is, I, I'm, now you got me thinking about... No, I'm fighting in my I head about re- who's got to, who's got like the best catalog. I'm thinking, damn it. <laughs> well, I'm re-listening. I was re-listening earlier this week to our interview with Chris Adler uh, from a few months ago, uh, just in the wake of um, Lamb of God canceling their European tour in the wake of the attack at Le Bataclan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as he put it, there is no retirement plan. Yeah. In Lamb of God. So when you cancel a tour, that's a hell of a lot of income that you are foregoing. Yeah. And I think that before anybody goes, oh, they're just scared or, oh, they're just, the, no, there's, there, there's something very, very real there's, there. There's concern because, there, yeah. 
Yeah, we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and it's not just, just yeah. Turn a, that down. You know, it's not just pissing in the wind. You're, it, there's actual consequences there. You know, and I mean, do you realize that yeah. the the things I would do for tens of thousands of dollars is <laughs> oh, nothing. I know, I know what you would do. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> Speaking of which, you want to learn how to record music? Uh, Creative Live. Uh, it's our friends over at Creative Live uh, bringing you the Metal Sucks podcast this week. They've got classes on engineering, mixing, mastering, all taught by uh, our friends between the Baron and me, Converge, Periphery, Dillinger, all those dudes. Uh, you can check them out at creativelive.com slash audio if you want to learn more and watch some free previews. Uh, this week, right? That's when the Kurt Ballou thing goes up? Yeah, it's it's happening this week. Uh to, yeah, I, I think it would be if this goes up on Monday, that would be Tuesday that that's going to happen with uh, Kurt oh. Ballou, uh the fix it in the mix, which is uh, going to be pretty cool. That's one. Yeah, I'm come on, people. You're, you're on vacation. Maybe you're even listening to it as it's happening now. Just go on, go on there. Creative Live. Go check it out. Yeah, it's pretty badass, man. So now the this five, the last topic of the show that we wanted to talk about was uh, this whole deal about Officer Ricks, Officer Ricks, who likes death metal. Uh, down in uh, Sanford County, and uh, he got fired for appearing on stage with a little band by the name of Vital Remains, uh, who is awesome, by the way. I don't know if you've uh, like checked them out. These guys are badass. And, and been around forever. And just nice guys, like total nice fucking dudes. Uh, we, I met, I met the lead singer on uh, on seventy thousand tons of metal. We had a you know great conversation. We, I chatted with him uh, on when they stopped in Austin again. Uh, totally remembered me. It was like we were talking again, like we were sitting right next to each other in the casino or whatever. Nicest dudes ever, right? So this whole thing with this police officer just kind of blew up last night uh, because he got fired for the video that came out uh, <laughs> being on stage throwing the devil horns. And, you know, doing a circle pit, you know, throwing the circle pit sign and singing the opening lines to a song from Vital Remains. I don't understand what the problem is here. I mean, isn't the lead singer of Vital Remains like the leader of the Oklahoma? He was. Organization? Uh, he was yeah. uh, the Satanic Temple or whatever. Yeah, he was there for a while. But, but and, so what? Well, isn't the song something about killing people? Uh well it's I think it was the opening line it was the the opener to the opener of these Christianized uh, the it begins with the words let the killing begin ah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I could see why perhaps the police chief considering that Sanford Police Department is not only I mean Sanford is where the Trayvon Martin thing went down that's correct and very close by there's been not one but two very controversial murders war killings at the hands of police yeah. just in the last few months i mean it's a i could see why they might kind of go eh. but i mean that being said let, let's be very clear if you knock on uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Derek cruz who had a half a pound of pot in his house that's it right mm -hmm. yeah, half a pound i'm sure that's a lot but you know come on they instead of waiting for the dude to come home from the grocery store and arresting him then they decide to like in the middle of the night bang through his door yeah the dude's wearing nothing but a pair of basketball shorts he holds up his hands and goes what the hell maybe turns around to run away they shoot him in the face and kill him and how many of those cops are you know standing around with the with this dude who's saying what the vital remains looking for a, a job tomorrow zero so let's be clear you can shoot somebody in the face and kill them and you can come back to work on monday 
you stand up on stage and you sing with Vital Remains, and mm-mm, yeah, what are you thinking? Now the trick I to mean, this to is me, the, the the trick to this story is is that it's something when I first read it, I had a reaction to it. Right, I was like, oh well, that's fucking bullshit. You know, it's just it's it's the religious right. Da, 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 da. It's trying to make it look good and PR and all that. But then when you actually get dive into it just a little bit more, the uh, I think it was the Orlando Sentinel that pointed out the fact that he actually submitted his resignation back in October. Uh, and he was scheduled to be relieved or leave the the police department two days after this incident actually happened. So, oh. so he was on duty and he was patrolling that particular venue, which he was doing his job. He was patrolling the venue and and doing his job there. But he was two days later. He was going to be leaving the police department anyway. So, so this is all about making sure he doesn't get any like uh, uh, severance package. Well, maybe, right? maybe it might be. Uh, I mean, he he had, he had put his resignation in, or maybe there was like some bad blood with the way he was going out or something of that nature, or who knows, maybe he was tired of the fucking Sanford police department getting away with murder. And you know, this is a big, this is a way to give you a big finger to everybody out there and, and throw it down. I mean, I got to give it to the guy cause he see, he had a pretty good death metal voice. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right. <laughs> so, I mean, he's a, possibly that he's actually a fan of vital remains. So I gotta, you know, I gotta give it to that to him for that. But it's um, I think there's a little less to the story than there actually is. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like he had already quit. And this is just sort of something that I mean, it's good for me. It's good to see that there is an officer of the law that is one of us. Right. You know, and there's a cop here in Austin. And we uh, the the place where a lot of shows happen is a bar that's on the main drag. Right. Where all the bars are here in Austin. And they close that fucking street down every night uh, so that people can walk down the street and all that stuff. And there's this one cop when there's a show out there, there's one cop who cranks his windows down and throws the metal up and he's, you know, he's tattooed arms. And he cranks up the metal. And he's like, you know, puts, holds his little megaphone up to the speaker of his car and blasts a little metal every time he drives by. And it's like that, you know what? That's cool to me because that dude, he's representing a little bit of us. Right. And if nothing else, we want our police force to look something like, what we what the community looks like right and yeah they're so rare that you see the videos of of cops who are are you know out playing basketball with the kids or you know helping some old lady with her groceries or you know actually being public servants and there are the videos that I, there's a lot of those they though. They exist. Yes, they exist. But the problem is, is that there's more videos of people being uh, beaten up by cops for jaywalking. Well, uh, yeah. uh, uh, questionably arrested. And then you tag on to the, you know, the news. <laughs> there's a boatload of stuff where you don't see the video of what happened. Yeah, that needs to be released a few months from now. And it's not good. And that is not good for police. So the police do have to a stop killing people. I mean, just in general. Yeah, I mean, you're good. you're not the executioner. You're you are the the cop, right? And B, you need to 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 stop beating people up over over ridiculous uh, uh, offenses. Because the fact of the matter is, right as we're standing here, everybody's guilty of something, and it's up to the cops to decide who they want to arrest and who they don't. And because there's way too many laws, you can't. You know, it's it, everyday living is is a crime at the moment. Yeah. And then three, you need to do more for your community because you are to protect and serve and serve those are two jobs you do protect and serve and this guy guess what he was doing he's serving while he's protecting 
there's nothing that 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 he should have been uh, dumped for. Just even, nothing. No, and, let him finish the last two days yeah. out. And even if he's a even if he's a, a Satan worshiping police officer, so what? You know, if he still yeah. if he abides by the law and he enforces the law, it doesn't it, any of that stuff doesn't matter. What he does in his well, personal time, all the and granted, this was he was on duty and in uniform, so that makes it a little bit different. If anything, that's the part that gets me is like, well, you know, you're doing your job, you're there at this thing, you're supposed to be watching all whatever, but you know, maybe not. It looks like you're it's having 2015. Fun. Yeah. I think we're all pretty pretty much attuned to the fact that uh, uh, Satanism is actually morally. Uh, superior to Christianity at this point, so I think I think that should be pl- pretty close to obvious. Well, yeah, well, and it was it was one of the things that I talked to talked to the, these guys. One of the reasons why the what's his name, the lead singer, had backed down a little bit from the from the Church of Satan was because it's like, well, you know, if you believe in Satan, you still believe in God. So. Um, it's, you know, well, it's but like, that's one shade of Satanism. I, I it's also the shade, the, the Levian Satanism, which is different. But, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like it's like that's kind of where it was going. And it's like, wait a minute. But, but I don't know. You know, I think this is something that this looks like something uh, a guy that's leaving his job that's just like, all right. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, who cares? Because, I mean, we all know that in today's age, we are always on camera. He knows that he's on camera. There's no way that he knows that he, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's no way that he didn't know that this wouldn't be filmed or put out or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like. But when you look at, like, the people that you work with are beating people up senseless for no reason. Yeah. Tasing people while they were handcuffed. Mm-hmm. You know, is shooting people in the back of the squad car. How is this and worse? That's not it. Yeah. How is this worse? Yeah. And and it's not like this should be a good measuring stick. It's yeah. it's not. It's a bad. It's a very very bad measuring stick. I think I I I wish this was a world or a country where where uh you know singing with a a, a satanic death metal band is kind of on the edge of whether you keep your job or not because there's almost nothing worse a cop has done. That yeah. to yeah. me would be awesome. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Well, I, my favorite is a quote from the actual police chief. Uh, he said, quote, an incident of this nature erodes the thin fibers of trust which already exist between the community and the police, and it will be not be tolerated within the Sanford Police Department. Mm, that's what he said. Yeah, but wow. you know what? That video went viral on metal sites among metal fans. Yeah. And you know what? The reaction almost universally was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody that I do trust now. So it's absolutely the opposite of what that, that police chief is saying. Well, and that's that. Then that's exactly my my point behind that. And really, I think the point that you're making with the whole, you know, go out and play basketball with the kids that are on the court and and you know, being part of your community. This is part of the community. We are exactly. part of your fucking community, people. That's right. I don't give that's a right. shit. We're not going away. Whether you're a Satanist, whether you're a metalhead, whether you're a, a, a Christ worshiping metalhead, I don't give a shit. It's all part of it. We know what erodes the trust within the community with the police department it's when the the predecessor to this chief of police in samford had a cop whose son beat up a homeless guy and pressed no charges against the 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 kid that's that erodes the trust yeah and and that's what went down in samford so you know let's 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 be real here yeah if you're going to talk about what actually uh, makes people not trust police that would be one of those things you know, so seeing something like this for people that are in this group, uh, that are in that are our metalheads, go. You know what? That cop looked like he was. He had a smile on his face. 
He knew the words. He was having a good time. That's pretty kick ass. You know what? Not, that's that's a that's a cop that I want to shake his hand and find out a little bit more about. You know, like I'd want to talk to the guy a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. like, and that he's part of part of who we are. And I think that's one of those things that they just don't. It, we're not even part of. It's nothing. You know, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm just. I'm just hoping his contact information is somewhere out there because, like, if you if 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 every death metal band out there should be asking for him to come in the studio and do guest vocals on the next album, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's what should happen, right? Uh, that that would he he wasn't bad either. He, he did a pretty good job with it. I was like, all right, not 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 terrible. So yeah, no, that's I just uh, I personally I've been waiting for years for metal to be like controversial in some way, shape, or form. And I know, I'm right? sorry for this guy's job and stuff, but it is kind of cool. It's like, <laughs> hey, people hate us again. All right. Uh, well, you know, and uh, it's I think the best part of it is uh, is Brian Warner's uh, shirt that he's wearing next to him uh, with the Virgin Mary that says MILF on the top of it. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if anybody noticed that while they were watching the video or not. Like that's uh, that's kind of kind of priceless. I, I might see why the police. You could be angry if he is a, a lover of uh, a lover of Jesus. Um, <laughs> that could be present a problem. Uh, I don't know. I think I really do think that this. I don't think it's like contrived, right? I don't think it's like something that he's trying to make us. He he may be trying to make a statement. Who knows? But I think it's something that it is kind of a big middle finger when you know that you're going to be you're going to be gone two days from now. Uh, yeah, you got nothing to lose. You know, at the same time. Yeah. So U.S. police have got a problem. Hey, man, metal people are people, too, man. Metalheads unite, dude, for, yeah, we're all together, bro. Yeah, cool. All right, good times. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that right there. We sh- we showed the kid Forrest Gump for the first time, so now that's in my head again. All right, got to wrap this show up, man. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed to us on iTunes and all that good stuff. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast, Stitcher, whatever. Search Metal Sucks Podcast. You'll find us. Leave us a couple of stars. Tell us that we suck. Uh, you can also find us on MetalSucks.net every Monday. That's when we post it. Click on the podcast tab and you will find all of our old podcasts dating back to the beginning of time. Uh, they're all there. we got plenty of interviews for you to check out. So if you're just joining us for uh, the Kirk Hammett episode this week, make sure you go check out some of the other stuff. We've uh, had a lot of great people, like you pointed out. The, Dave Mustaine, the big four, Scott Ian, and uh, 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 Tom Araya. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's uh, We've done it. Yeah, We've that's done that's, it. that's we, yeah. We can uh, pull the plug now. <laughs> no, okay, all right, no, we're good. So, no, uh, make sure that you are checking out the old episodes and future episodes by su- subscribing on all of those different platforms, and you can get us there. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon if you want to uh, support us. You can become a patron of the podcast at patreon.com slash chuckandgodless or chuckandgodless.com. That's another way to get us there and social media as well. I am at Bearded Ape. I am at Godless Speaks. Godless Speaks on Facebook. And where else? Oh, well, Chuckandgodless.com. Yeah, Instagram, Inst- Chuck and Goblin. Yeah, yeah, all of those places you can find us. And uh, if you follow our Twitter, we're going to tweet all that stuff out, and you can find us there. And, of course, um, yeah, till next week, I am Chuck. I am Godless. And uh, this is the Metal Sucks Podcast. Listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.